Thank you for downloading the Cast Iron Theatre podcast, episode 11. Hello. How's it been for you? Episode 11 or just fringe in, in general? In general. Um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've, I've hit like the, the second wind of... Uh, the fringe experience. Yeah, we we've been seeing a, a few uh, things. I mean, just a number of them. Uh, we uh, saw Patty Plinko um, at the Warren, which was a, a gorgeous show, mm. and uh, Laid, uh, which is I, I can't say enough good things about Laid. It was just an amazing show, uh, which is all about um, uh, the choice a woman has to make. She lays an egg a day. Of course. And uh, she has to make the choice whether she will raise her egg mm-hmm. or will she eat her egg. <gasps> tricky, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the way you're selling that. Yeah, and there was um, Stones at the Riata. Yes. And uh, we, we mentioned this in the podcast we're about to listen to. We're, you and I are off to see uh, Sophie Hagen <gasps> yes. at the Blue Man. Tonight. We are. I was so, so excited to see Sophie Hagen. Yeah, yeah. So in this episode, we're going to be talking to... We're talking to Love Heart Productions yeah. about their play, Good People, Bad Day. So, Good People, mildly confusing podcast. Yeah. Coming, coming right up. Hello and welcome to the Cast Iron Theatre podcast. This is episode 11, recorded at the Sweet Duke Box. Uh, which is at the back of the Southern Bell, uh, which is why it's all a bit noisy and fringe, um, styly. I'm a middle-aged white man, I can't be saying styly so early <laughs> in the day. Um, uh, but we have uh, with us Love Heart Productions. Um, is it productions? Am, am I yes, right? Yeah. Love correct. Heart Productions, which for anybody who wanted to Google us, that's hearts as in a H-A-R-T, as in yes. the old TV series Heart to Heart, which all of you are far too young to... To know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, well, As in Tony. Or, or Tony Hart, or yes. Or Tony Hart. There we go, our cultural go. references. <laughs> yeah, um, Which I think a lot of people are probably too young to remember that as well. Although Morphe is making a bit of a comeback. Is so, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. So it's, it's all good. Um, well, the story of where the um, company's name comes from is actually quite good as well, isn't it? Is it? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So a combination of our surnames. So oh, my excellent. surname's Wellbeloved. And my last name is Hartshorn. So we just smushed love and heart. It took us a while to get there. It's like six years of friendship. And then we so, went, oh, so, so, oh, we could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's our names. Oh, my gosh. You have the set of surnames of characters in a lesser-known... C.S. Lewis novel. There's a whole Narnian thing going on there. Oh, yeah. We really do. <laughs> we try. We try. Uh, Miller, do you have a, a, a wonderfully alluring surname? No, my surname's Jackson. Ja- well, Jackson's pretty good. Do you think? Yeah, it's quite I clear. sort of. I'm going for you know the sort of private detective, yeah. hard boiled yeah. kind of early presence. Yeah. Oh, I, I let's not talk about him. Oh no, he's not, he's not one of the good ones. Is he's he? not no, one of the no, good no, ones. No, no. Isn't there a show called? Uh, bloody bloody Andrew Jackson or something like that there might well yeah. be I mean my name is Andrew and it's often prefixed by bloody so I'm oh, okay. <laughs> what the um, thing is um, so let's uh, uh, explain you, you are Love Heart Productions you are down at the Brighton Fringe with what's the name of the play Good People Bad Day Good People Bad Day yes. and so um, without too many spoilers let, let's get straight into speaking about what the plot of uh, Good People Bad Day is uh, three flatmates uh, have to deal with the repercussions of their flatmate Emma knocking out who she thinks is their boiler man. That's it. That is the, that's the basic. Humanness. That's the bad day. That's yeah, the bad that day. That's the bad, bad day. So um, it's 
this sounds like a facetious point. So, it, so it's a comedy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's a black comedy, light farce uh, elements. In and so, it's a, almost literally a, a locked room piece. You, you've got them trapped in the same in place for a while. Yes. Yeah. The whole same thing is yeah. in the same, <laughs> same room. The yeah. whole whole show. Real and, time. And Bridget, I say that you, you've got them locked in the space because you wrote this. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, I uh, based it very loosely on my time living in Croydon. <laughs> With my maintenance man, who uh, was rubbish. <laughs> a, a, a lot of knocking out your boiler man. All the time. <laughs> no, um, we didn't knock him out. We might have wanted to, but we didn't. So there's a bit of um, shared history there, because I'm, um, I'm also a Croydon boy. You, you, you can tell by the way I talk my talk that I'm a, 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 a Croydon boy. What, what were you doing in Croydon? Uh, well, I moved there because yeah. I wanted to be in London, but we couldn't find a, a flat big enough. Yeah. So we went to Croydon, the next best thing. That, that, I think that's on there too. It's information <laughs> boards. Uh, in the first rehearsal, as we, as we all talked about our terrible experiences with maintenance people yeah. for the millennial. It's often said that um, great art comes from pain. Uh, <laughs> a lot of pain. <laughs> uh, I certainly remember that when I was studying theatre, I was um, living up in Stratford upon Avon, and we had a, a landlord that would um, habitually come in and uh, looking at where's the table? What, what table? <laughs> there was a table, no, no. And then he'd um, come in and he goes, where's the door? The kitchen door. No, we didn't. No, there was never a kitchen door. His hat trick one was, where's the tree? What, what tree? He, po- he pointed internally to a point in the living room. And said, so there was a tree here. We, we honestly don't know. Is he I mean, actually a character from Shakespeare? <laughs> no, no. Um, Are you sure? But he was pre-Papa Lazaro from League of Gentlemen. But uh, the, 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 actually, the, um, alarming not, similarities. Uh, not the uh, Papa Lazaro, no. the, um, the landlord character from yeah. um, uh, Pops um, from League of Gentlemen. So there were a lot of alarming similarities there. Bridget, I was um, interested in terms of, because you said your friendship with Katie had been, what, seven oh, years or so? Six. Six? Oh yes. gosh! We yeah. met each other at uni. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, where was that? Northampton. Northampton. And yeah. uh, Miller, you, you entered the scene this year. Yeah. This year, for yeah. this project. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that's going to be um, with the, the Mean Girls clique and um, stuff. That's going to be yeah. They've term. been awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been so horrible. <laughs> no, this has actually been one of the nicest, friendliest companies oh, that lovely. I've worked with uh, for a really long time. So it's been a very enjoyable process. Oh God, that, you know what? It all, as, as lovely that, as lovely that sounds, I'm now really um, sort of um, intrigued by it. <laughs> loveliest company I've worked for a very long time. I really want to uh, other companies. I couldn't possibly. No, yeah. But yeah. if they're listening, they'll know who they are. But I guess the, the main thrust of that point is um, you were writing a play that you, I assume, know is going to involve your friend, that you're going to be acting with your friend. Yeah. How does that influence the writing or does it (laughs) (laughs) the way that the conversation sort of went was Bridget was like I'd quite like to try the character of Emma because I think it's quite far from me as a person yeah. in my casting um, and that's sort of I play Leslie who is, a, is, a, is different from a character who is yeah. not so much anymore but I, I would say it was, was originally different from a character that I would be cast as yeah. so that's sort of um, it's like a challenge yeah yeah, yeah. In, a, in a comfortable um, environment where we're not going to criticise each other yeah yeah <laughs> no, that's like, my yeah, job <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a comfortable space to explore the characters yeah. Yeah. 
that we don't usually get a chance to do. So that fascinates me in terms of if, you, if you're writing a role for yourself, yes, there can be a certain allowance for writing yourself the good lines, etc. Um, but when you're creating your own work, and I was quite intrigued by the opposite from what you'd normally play. So that whole opposite of um, casting directors not casting you that sort of role. Yeah. With a, a nice advantage of going, well, hell, to hell with it, I'll write it for myself. Yeah. Pretty much. This that, is why that, we're yeah. doing all yeah. this in the first place. We're not getting enough elsewhere, so we're doing it ourselves <laughs> yeah. because that's the only way you can get into stuff. And then it becomes a, a, a neat business card for you of yeah. sort of going, well, no, this is what we're capable of. Yeah. yeah, and it's not just this part of the acting part, we have to do all the other extra, the producing part. <laughs> Your company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so it's, it's a big learning curve. It is. But I don't think we've done too badly. No, I, I, yes. So we're here. Fantastic, so yes. that's a start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, that deserves underlining, because you're here, you're in Brighton, because yeah. as we've alluded to, you, you are normally in London. Yes. Um, so... How has it been so far? I mean, you, you, you got down here yesterday, so you've, you know... Yes, yeah. yesterday evening. Yep. Um, and has Brighton treated you well so far? It has. So far. So far. Yeah, give uh, it time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a small um, dilemma when we took the one of our set <laughs> out of the back of the car yes. and the bottom of the box fell out. There's a metaphor. We smashed a couple of mugs, but it's gaffer taped yeah. and it's fine. Well, what can gaffer <laughs> fix? So... so. Love <laughs> Heart Productions... <laughs> Sponsored by Gaffer. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it the theatre industry? Sponsored by <laughs> Gaffer. Yeah, yeah. We were being told earlier, we were being told earlier that there's apparently a YouTube channel uh, dedicated to the many different uses of yes. Gaffer, up to including was it fixing a canoe? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or making a canoe. Or making a canoe, yeah. 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 I, I was of the opinion that if you're not going to show me open heart surgery with Gaffer tape, then I'm not interested. It has to be. <laughs> Could you Oh, there you we go. Can, uh, you're you fine. You can split it off as well. Yeah. So it yeah, yeah, yeah. It could well work. But the glue. No, no, no. no. Shush, shush. <laughs> so, Miller, um, uh, Bridget has written this play yes. and she happens to be in it. Yes. So you're, you are, to state the obvious, you are directing the writer. Yes. Um, and I guess just the, I do want to open the question, question open to uh, Bridget as well. Um, how often is the writer as opposed to the actor? How often is the writer in the room, or has she left? Is she not? Does she does she attend? No, I think she's still in the room, but um, she's not on the stage. Yeah. So you know, we've marked out we marked out our rehearsal room. So sure. there was a very clear like stage space and like writer and dramaturgy space. Yes. Um, and actually, um, Bridget's been great because she's um been very open to making it a very collaborative process. Yeah. So it's not just me, but actually all of the other actors have um really felt able to feed into it. Um, it's almost, it's not quite been devising, no. but you know, we have actually, I feel like everyone's sort of got a sense of ownership of their yeah. bit. Um, and that's been really nice to work with Bridget on that. Um, you know, and, and, and it's a really fun relationship, I think, to have with a writer. If that's sort of how far can I push you, Absolutely. feel free to push back, yeah. you know. Um, and yeah, I feel like. Did you say, Bridget, how, how close is it to how you imagined it when we first started talking about <laughs> it's it? It's very different, <laughs> good, in a good sense. Like, I wanted there to be honesty within the ridiculous. Yeah. And it is still there. That is yeah. still in it. 
um, and that was my main point. As long as that is still there, um, then I want it to improve, and the way it's going to improve is if everybody has input, because I can't create greatness on my own. That doesn't that doesn't work. That's so an I interesting. Want, that's I an interesting line to be that I want to jump on. on that, that you can't um, create greatness on your own. Mm. So you're absolutely a, a passionate believer that it's a collaborative. Yeah. Because writing can be solitary. Yeah. Uh, but which is fun. Which is fun. <laughs> um, but for you, it's it's also and or it's very collaborative. Yes. Yeah. So we would discuss it in the in the room, and I'd go home, and then I, I would do it on my own, and I'd write it all, and then I'd come in and be like, yeah. "Is this okay?" And then there'd be a few bits and pieces that didn't quite make sense, yeah. and then we'd work on through that, and then I I would write it and then go back, and then is this yeah awesome. So once we'd got past the ninth or tenth draft, and when you're actually <laughs> on the rehearsal script, um, what what rehearsal script? <laughs> I, I've heard legend tell. Um, so when we got to I, okay, the working script. Yes, you know that? Okay, yes. When we got to the working script. Um, Bridget, um, how often did you have to tell the writers to back off? <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah, we do. Yes. I think, look, she wasn't too involved, I don't think. Yeah. She, like, she's talking about me. I would like to say that whilst we were doing our tech, Bridget went, I'd like to change this. No, no, not now. Not Not now. now. Not the tech. Let's just do this tonight. I don't know. Did you, do you find this, um, sort of having two hats on in the rehearsal room? Because I have... Uh, written a play before but um, which I also directed but I wrote it under a pseudonym <laughs> and I actually genuinely this sounds bizarre but felt a real sense of detachment from it yeah. because the writer was like this name um, so as the director I can then rip it to shreds and yeah. it's great you know and it's yeah. totally fine did you find that um, I think I did find it quite hard because I, I like things to be perfect right. and make sense. And I could hear myself go, oh, no, that's don't rain the negativity in. Like, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't say it because they're, they're doing a great job with it. So just let it go. But sometimes the side of me that was like, this doesn't quite work would definitely come out. And it's like, oh, particularly, yeah, don't do it. Particularly, I guess, if it's inspired or influenced by real life experiences, which we really have to unpick at some point. Um, I didn't change uh, the maintenance man's name. Oh, that's the same name as my maintenance man. So if, if anyone wants to, what, check for his obituary? Well, Is he dead, though? We oh, all... What I love is for a audio-only podcast, you did the Twilight Zone waving hand. Uh, all three of you. Um, but I guess, um, as a writer who's also involved in the production, watching the other actors and the director work with your words is a wincing part of you. Go, no, no, she was wearing a yellow jumper, not a red jumper. Does it get that bad? Or oh no, no, um, no, 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 no one. No, no, yeah, no one's is convincing. <laughs> no, no. I was thinking about it. I was like, no, it's, no. You keep saying it. Stop. <laughs> I feel like it's, I it's could like see It's like watching you. somebody scramble at a cliff top before they fall off. I know, but I felt like watching you. I could see you thinking of moments in the rehearsal room. <laughs> it's like, I've seen that face before. Uh, no. Everybody has said the lines, how I envision, envision, I can't say the word, 
You're a writer, Bridget. <laughs> 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 I like to do as well, and I still can't say the words. Yeah. Uh, how I thought it should be, so it was quite. Satisfying yeah. to know that what I'd written made sense to other people and they said it how I thought it would be. Yeah. So I think most of the time I, d I didn't need to be like, oh, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Actually, you never did that. No. You always kept. Because there were moments when people would ask questions and I knew the answer to them because we discussed it yeah. prior to, to rehearsing it. Um, but I didn't say anything because Bridget didn't say anything and I didn't see it as my place. I think I, occasionally I went, I think it's because of this. But then I stopped because yeah. Bridget wasn't doing it. So I thought, well, if, if she's, she's not bothered, then I shouldn't, I, there's no need for me to say anything. So following from what you, Katie, what you were saying, um, it sounds like it was a very uh, generous atmosphere in the company. Yes. Which locks onto what you were saying, Miller, about because you, you're arguably the newest member of this company, so it's, it's you're a visitor, As, or at least the newest yes. person I'm speaking to in the Yes, room, right? yes, yes. And so, um, and that refers back to what you were saying about it being this warm atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in, in which we have an, un, an unconscious person, uh, <laughs> possibly dead person. So uh, and we talk about that in terms of the um, reacting, responding to this body in the room, um, which then makes my next question potentially confusing. What's the play about? If, if it's not literally about the plot, what what's what what you are picking there? What you are, what you're discussing? The relationships between the girls. Yeah. Yeah. And the dynamics between them. Yeah. 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 It would be their, yeah. their relationships that um, progress the play and how they bounce off each other and how they clash with each other. And that's what I wanted to explore. Was it's like the different women. ways that they react yeah. to this mm. bizarre situation yeah. kind of yeah. gives you a real insight into the the dynamic between the three women, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. They're like truest Oh right, God. exactly. Yeah. So it's a very neat example of three arguably ordinary women in very extreme circumstances. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, there is, we were chatting about this before the recording, there is something quite neat uh, and, and pleasing uh, that you have three women as, as the main characters and the token boy being um, an unconscious presence throughout the entire play. I, I imagine I'm politicising that a bit more than it was intentional, or am I? Such a metaphor for something. Um, well, it was. I mean, it was important to me actually when we first sat down and started talking that that you'd set up this company to sort of give women voices in all aspects of putting a play on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was uh, that was really important. And what sounds uh, what sounds interesting about uh, Love Heart, certainly for this production, is because sometimes that can sound worthy uh, yeah. and it can sound uh, yeah soapboxy. Whereas uh, not only a voice for women, but a voice for women just to be silly and have fun. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. That's exactly it. Comic um, roles for women. Comic yeah, yeah. Roles having for women. a bit of fun. Be, being dumb, being yeah. being, you know, yeah. Um, allowing that, allowing yeah. space for that. Yeah. Which sounds really exciting. But, yeah, no, it is. And it was quite important as well that it was done in a way that wasn't preachy. Exactly. Yeah. That we didn't want to just go, oh, you know, well, we want to do this, so how do we 
show people, but we we're just like actually we're just do it, do it, and so, enjoy it. <laughs> so although your your gender may uh, be interwoven into the plot, mm. or whatever, it is purely incidental for this play at least. Oh no, perhaps mm, not. I don't think I'd say it's incidental. I think. Because I think it, it's it's important that, that it is showing women's stories yeah. and the aspect that women can be very silly yes. or yeah. can be very funny or can fall on their faces or yeah. um, so I think so I think it is important but it's not in, it's in that sort of I'm gonna get a little bit on my soapbox yeah, go on. is yeah. that is that when I think I know that you know feminism has such a reputation for yes. being angry yeah. and actually yeah. feminism is really about for me it's really about equality yeah. and yeah. it's really about you know yeah. well it's yes it, it you know there is positive discrimination at the moment because the rights still aren't equal but sure. that doesn't mean like you know I have to get up and be furious and sort yeah, of with yeah. uh, yes. misandry isn't it yeah. it's not yeah. really about that it's it's much more about like yeah. that we can all do all the same things yes. and it, which is also yeah. be be farcical yeah. and the, <laughs> be the, silly and no. the important stuff can be unimportant exactly yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and also I, there's a lot of talk about you know oh uh, we're recreating this uh, film or play yeah. using just women and um, a lot of people say well you know why don't create something new and that's what we wanted to do create something new that you know people in 10 years time can pick up and go oh yeah this is this has got three women yeah enough roles and and, and the roles were all originally written for women yeah as yeah. well yeah, yeah. 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 There, there, yeah. there was no yeah fantastic yes uh yeah we we that's come up a couple of times in the last couple of podcasts in fact we were speaking to emily cardin who's doing richard the third a one woman show mm-hmm. also at sweet and Obviously, stuff like um, Ghostbusters and the, and the yeah. Wonder Woman movie came up, and about that sort of mm. gender flipping and roles originally written for women or these uh, men or the um, spin-off version. Mm. Um, but that, that became fascinating. I probably had an elegant ending to that sentence. <laughs> um, but I definitely think there's a, absolutely a place for that as well, and I yeah. find that really interesting. Yeah. yeah. To in in sort of how. It, I suppose sort of along the same sort of lines of how do we look at what defines someone's gender and the same thing like actually you know you can be um, an evil soldier king you know or you can be like Laurel and Hardy or you can you know you can be a superhero you know yeah excellent Um, so um, we we haven't had a chance to prep you on our uh, final closing (laughs) questions um, so this might be where we have awkward pauses for a while. We often ask uh, our guests on the podcast, are there any sort of um, films that you're watching at the moment, books that you're reading at the moment, plays that you've seen, TV series that you're binge watching at the moment that you would go, you would say to us, oh, you really need to get hold of this, watch this, read this. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix. Yes. It's amazing. Terrible title. Yeah. Really great, hilarious women being funny, kind of subtly feminist, but not too subtle that you don't actually know what's going on sure. and like it just it is brilliant I love it that, that's uh, the uh, t- the TV series it, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah 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 and um, any, any other recommendations at the moment I feel like we're both gonna say oh, we've both been watching a lot of Parks and Recreation oh yeah <laughs> like we've been going back because actually we, it came up in, in rehearsal because we were talking about putting on new identities okay. right so you've got um, Burke Mac Bert Macklin and Janet yeah. Snakehold yeah. in Parks and yeah. Rec, and I sort of mentioned yeah. it in passing, and um, then started watching it again. Yeah, and that's just like it's like 
Oh, it makes me feel positive about the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really nice group of people that are all weird, but all kind of accept each other's weirdness and use it to try and like build a park. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is a metaphor for something, especially in a pre-Trump. Yeah, America. right. Yeah, and because they even have silly before it was like kind of before its time with the whole. Um, uh, Paul Rudd yeah. comes in and plays yeah. a sort of uh, uh, a Trump-esque character. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just, I was watching it at the same time and I was like, this is so true. Like, yeah. this, yes, I, I empathise with this. It's hilarious. I'm at the delightful point where I've, uh, I know Parts and Records is going to be my sort of thing. I've only ever seen season one. And, oh, it gets uh, so much better. And, and, well, this is the thing. There's a two-point <laughs> thing about that. Everyone sort of go, winces and go, oh, well, season one, it gets so much better. I'm delighted with season one. But isn't, so she, I, I, isn't she just lovely? Yeah, oh. yeah it's, just, it's perfect in season yeah. one, so yeah. the fact that it gets better is, is very pleasing. Yeah. yeah, so those are the, the TV programmes that we're uh, being watched at the moment. Um, I guess I'll just reiterate the thing, uh, uh, books or plays that we've been excited by recently, or um, if not, we can just edit this bit out. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been reading... Uh, the Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Okay. Um, I'm about halfway through. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I find it it's really interesting, a really good read. Some of the the words you have to get your head around because they're written in Southern. Well, I was going to say, uh, I guess you there's not much of the language in Tom Sawyer that you can bring forward to this play. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be an exterior uh, character. But if I did, I think everyone would be worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would certainly make it a different play. Yeah. Yes, um, it would. Don't do that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, that's your final note. <laughs> um, positive all... note. End it on a positive <laughs> note <laughs> always. Uh, positive playable note. Don't we... do that. Yeah. You, you, know the, you know the thing you were doing? Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we often ask uh, people uh, if, if they're living in Brighton, working in Brighton, where they hang out to be creative, where they're schooling on the notepads and stuff. I'm sympathetic to the fact that you may not have found your place in Brighton yet where you'd hang out, mm-hmm. or have you had anything recommended to you? Or when you're back in, up in London, where do you hang out in a particular place, you know, like a coffee bar? Or my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I was thinking. I, I really know. Is this controversial for Brighton? Is that I actually really want to go and find somewhere to write in Worthing. Okay. Um, that is where my dad is from. Yeah. But that is not the reason. The reason is because a bizarre number of writers sort of ended up in Worthing yes. writing things. Like Oscar, Oscar Wilde World. named Jack Worthing because he finished the play in Worthing. There's a plaque Is for, there? for him for uh, importance of being earnest. Um, I think it's a car showroom now. Oh. Um, I mean, that also sort of sums Worthing up a little bit as well, doesn't it? it? That's another thing to go yeah. on the, the post because it's a car showroom it's now. It's a car showroom now. Um, but no, I think there are, I mean, it's been a while since I've been in Worthing, but I think there are some lovely places in Worthing to sort of hang out and... Um, and I also just sort of like, I think I feel like Worthing is a very strange place. Um, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> how so? I, I mean, I associate it with visiting my grandparents. Yeah. So in my head, there are a lot of very old people and yeah. also a lot of very bored people. Yes. Sometimes they cross over, yeah. but not always. No. Um, and the town centre is a really funny shape as well. I feel well, it like. seems to, uh, when I was there, it seems to be a, 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 a town that surprises you when you hit the sea. Uh, yes. that, that it's not necessarily a coastal town. Yes. You'll be facing the, the, the Nero's or, or the Costa, 
other, then co- you... other coffee shops are available. And, <laughs> and then you turn around and go, oh, there's oh, a pier. And it's quite um, a steep beach down to the sea yeah. as well. Yeah. So, um, so actually, that's what I'd quite like to do. When my dad was, was a kid, he was a teenager, um, if he got trapped in Brighton yeah. after he'd been to see punk gigs, yes. he, him and his friend would walk back to Worthing. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to do that. I kind of want to dress up yeah. as a punk. Yeah walk from Brighton to Worthing and then write the importance of being earnest is that no that, that sounds yes. good, good. Oh, I yeah. wish you were here the film wish you were here was filmed in Worthing right. um, uh, and her bedroom I think is on the top floor of the, uh, the Worthing Dome Cinema yes and I think that's just hit its 30th year 40th year anniversary <laughs> I literally have no idea it's even 30 or 40 years it's hit a year yeah it's hit a year um <laughs> And it is important. Um, and the other question we tend to ask uh, our guests is, um, when you were younger, you might have had the idea for a film, the idea for a play, the idea for a story, or the invention for some fantastic thing that you didn't really do anything with, and then somebody got to it before you did. Is that a play? Oh, you're nodding already. Yeah. What, what did you invent? Getting into your phone with touching your finger on it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So yeah. Um, fingerprints. Apple stole it from my brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They I, can do that though, can't they? Yeah. They have the yeah. technology they to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you invented fingerprint recognition. Yes, yes, okay. I did. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, know. And so, and, and now you, ironically, you just want to stick your finger up at Apple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else for anybody else in the room? I mine is so, <laughs> so not I should, exciting. I should, I should, I should, I should explain. I should, I should explain it so because yeah. it's not always clear. Uh, so Bridget, you yes, you invented the I fingerprint. Did. Bridget uh, invented yeah. that. And so Katie, you have. Um, vending machines that give you umbrellas. Oh, excellent. Oh, that is a thing. Yes. But they're just not that popular. No. Maybe, maybe I'll adapt it. Umbrellas for your head. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think the unfortunate thing about vending uh, machines for umbrellas is because every Sports Direct has a bucket of umbrellas outside that people yeah. steal from. There were lots of errors. I, that's probably why they've never kicked off. Oh, no. Miller, yeah. <laughs> um, did you have an idea stolen from you? I can't tell you. Oh, okay. Because it's because it's not yet been stolen. It's, it's not yes, yet. Yes, maybe it will be stolen if I mention it. That's definitely what it is. That's the clever way to answer that, that yeah. question, isn't it? That is so, a good um, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had a cooler one. Um, <laughs> uh, good people, bad day. Um, sounds uh, like a really fun, exciting uh, hour. Um, it, where are you? Where is it being performed? We are here at yeah. the Sweet Box. Box. Yeah. Um, 7 p.m. from the 8th to the 14th of May. Excellent. Um, so you're, you're at the time of recording, uh, that's tonight. Yes. And so by, by the time our lovely people listen to it, it'll probably, you'll, have, you've had your la- you'll have had your first night by the time we hear this. So, yep. how did your first night go? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Yes. So good. So good. Sold out. So, yeah, so we have to be really careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the notes from the night would do it again like that. Oh yeah. my God, amazing. So it was, it was inevitably repeated, except that it will be repeated up until the uh, 14th of May at 7 p.m. at the Sweet Duke Box. Uh, thank you so much, Love Heart Productions, uh, Bridget, Miller and Katie. Um, there are other people in your team, but yes. they're not here. They're not here. <laughs> so have a fantastic fringe. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank Thanks you very much. much. Thank you. Find us on Twitter at cast underscore iron acts. 
on Facebook with Ironclad Cast Iron, all one word, and our website is castironbrighton.weebly.com. Subscribe to us and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Thank you for downloading the Cast Iron Theatre Pro... <laughs> Wait, I'll get it. Imagine you're with someone that you really like. Okay. Just close your eyes and think someone that you like to be around. <laughs> this is the way that you engender positive feelings. Okay. Right. What? <laughs>